0: Hello and welcome to Walking the Earth Podcast, where we explore the travel lifestyle. You can find us online at WTEPodcast.com. Please do subscribe to us wherever you're listening, whether it's iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher. And if you want to find us on social media, we're also on Facebook and we're on Twitter at podcast. I'm Mike Margulies. I'm in Baltimore, Maryland today. And today we've got two guests, uh, Daniel Lawson in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and Kishan Patel in Burlington, Vermont. Daniel Kishin, what's up, guys?
1: Hey, how you doing? What's going on? Good.
0: And so the two of you guys, um, I'll let you kind of share the story in your own words. But you two traveled a bit together on a little backpacking adventure through Southeast Asia for a few months. And I know Daniel, kind of you, you said Kishin was the guy who kind of gave you the, the kick out the door you needed. Um, I, I'd love to you know let you guys share a little bit about that experience. You know, traveling together and uh, everything leading up to it and since then as well. Cool.
2: Uh, yeah, definitely.
0: You want me to start
1: us off, so I, or you got it? All
2: right. Y- yeah, go for it, Daniel.
1: Um, so that trip we were talking about, um, that we most recently did through Asia, I think for me it seemed like something that was years in the making. You know, as you said, my traveling for for me was always something that was a little bit difficult to do. I'm just the kind of mm. kind of guy who was, you know, born in a particular place, just grew up there stuck around, didn't, didn't, you know, really feel like moving around, and, you know, I liked the idea of traveling, but it was just something that was hard for me to execute and hard to put together, and, uh, Kishan and I met, um, in college, actually, and, you know, became really good friends, and, uh, he was someone who was always really good at planning trips, you know, first around, uh, the area where we went to school, and then, uh, more all around the country, and, uh, this particular trip, uh, to Asia was, was this kind of thing that he brought up one year. I think we were. Pro- it was just probably the end of a really long night. And he says, like, you know what? How about this? Let's go on a trip somewhere for a couple months. Just we'll go plan it out, get out there, and, you know, just disappear for a while. And, you know, in that moment, I'm yeah. like, yeah, yeah, that sounds great, you know. And we threw out some ideas, like, where do you want to go? You want to go to Africa? You want to go to Asia? You want to go to South America? Um, you want to go to India? And, you know, all these things sounded great. Yeah. But... Of course, I'm just nodding, like, sure, you know, whatever. We'll we'll put this together, and uh, you know, over time, he would always check back in on it, like, all right, I'm, this is getting a little more solid, you know. Now I've got some plans. What do you think of this? And uh, I think something that really helped me out was with that is that Kishin is a master planner, something that I'm not really great at. And he would send me these power, you know, full-on <laughs> yeah. powerpoints that had maps in them and says, you know, we'll go here, day uh, week two, we're here, week three, we're there, and then you know my heart starts pumping a little faster because I'm thinking like, oh man, this is real now. Like we're, we're really <laughs> going to do this. And then eventually, you know, there was, there was an actual countdown where he's saying like, these are the dates, these are the dates, you know, settle it with your work and, uh, you know, settle it with family, uh, girlfriend, friends, whatever kind of things you've got going on. These are the dates. And, um, you know, it was a really big step for me, but I, I think his, his planning really made it, you know, a reality and, well, that's that's kind of my perspective on this particular trip
0: awesome awesome yeah so uh, uh, kishan i guess was uh uh you know you wanted to do this you had like a dream of doing this kind of this fantasy of traveling backpacking mm-hmm. around but um you know i guess maybe you just needed that that friend to kind of lend the support of like hey to make it real for you
2: yeah <laughs> yeah yeah ab- um absolutely and i think sort of just to back, um go along with what daniel said it it works out really well with us because he is incredibly um, flexible he's more of a you know go with the flow kind of guy Um, and I I, maybe maybe his uh, PowerPoint uh, and the map thing might lead you guys in the wrong direction (laughs) it's not (laughs) We have uh, what what we do is we have like a very general skeleton right. of, of a trip. Um, That's what I figured. <laughs> but yeah, everything else is completely you know we'll find we'll figure it out when we get there. Um, and there's a lot of like while we're while we're traveling, there is a lot of time spent at the end of the day on a computer trying to you know like should we go here next? Should we go there next? Do we hmm. you know maybe need to like book something because it's a holiday or you know something of that nature so but it was a it was incredibly flexible and i think we just gelled really well together yeah um and we started like he mentioned we started traveling in college uh we we did a lot of hike hiking trips with other friends and then you know we went uh uh i think like i pretty much exclusively only traveled with daniel so if daniel had a girlfriend <laughs> i went with him and his girlfriend <laughs> Um, you know, we, we, we've, like, I've basically traveled with Daniel until, uh, very recently, um, until I've moved away. So even after we graduated, which was in 09, we, we, you know, he would come up all the time to New York where I lived and we would just take off. We would go places. So we, we basically got along as travelers really well. And I think that goes back a little bit to, he let, he sort of let me take control, which is probably my personality, which works (laughs) with his you know, sort of go with the flow kind of personality. And, you know, I, I would say like very initially in the start, you know, we may have had a few, uh, creases to work over. Um, there are things that like I've learned about Daniel over time. Um, you know, that maybe I grew as a person because of it. Uh, mm. So he's a little bit more of a spend money only when absolutely necessary, travel on a damn budget, like don't eat stupid shit, uh, <laughs> don't spend money on like, <laughs> you know, ridiculous amounts of food. Or So there, there were like all these little things that, you know, we may have in, this, in the start sort of like figured out about each other. Mm. Um, and then there, there were some like beautiful moments, you know, there were times when... Um, like I know how much Daniel loves ice cream and then Daniel knows how much I like chocolate. Like, this is just sounds really stupid, but like, I think like learning all these little things about each other. So I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to try, you, you sort of play this little game because you're in each other's faces all the time. Right. And I'm like, well, you know, Daniel, I kind of want to go to this nicer hostel because I'm, I'm pretty fucking exhausted right now. <laughs> But I know Daniel doesn't want to spend like the extra five dollars that it takes to go there, so I'll be like, Daniel, let's let's go get some ice cream and make you happy a little bit and then go like, or something. So all these little things, sort of just like a kid, I guess I treated them like a child or something. fucking about your ice cream to make you happy, but uh, anyways. It worked. it worked. Yeah, so it worked. It worked. Yeah. So that 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 worked out really well. So personalities gelled, and you know. I, at least on the last trip, we had like no problems. We were traveling four months together. It was it was the best mm. time of my life. It was just amazing.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I guess yeah. uh, that's and that's definitely a lot of time like to spend. Yeah. As when you're you're backpacking around like that, it's not the same as say like you know living next to someone, is um, you're actually spending like all of your time with the person. Oh, yeah. So when you're backpacking yeah. with someone for three or four months, you're like with each other, you know, almost all the. I mean, maybe you guys went off on your own adventures. I would do that. You know, sometimes when I would travel with people, so, you know, I thought we, we would we.
1: go off more yeah. on our own adventures. You know, we talked about it originally, and we had right. we had just you know looked up uh, testimonials and tried to get advice from other travelers. You know, who said that you know when they're they, when they were in similar situations as us, like you know, a really healthy thing to do is pick a part of the trip where you'll separate a little bit, you know, and come back later so you can mm. get your own space and not kind of cause that friction between each other and. Uh, you know, we talked about this idea a little bit and I myself probably said to Kishin like, oh yeah, that, you know, that's fine, we'll do that. We'll find a time where like maybe you'll go off and do your thing, uh, you know, I'll go do this and we'll meet in this next town and it'll be fine. But inside I was like, oh my God, that sounds terrible. There's you know, 10, <laughs> 10 million, diff- you know, different things yeah, that could go wrong. Separation <laughs> inside. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, it's that, but it's also like the very technical things that you don't think about until you're there. Like, oh, wait a minute. If one of us, you know, when you're over here, if we were to go visit, say, L.A. or Detroit or somewhere, you know, within the states, and we're like, ah, we're gonna go explore, do our own thing. I'll see you in a couple days. At any given time, we'd be able to just call each other and say, you know, this is where I am, this is what's going on, here's the plans. But you know, over there, uh, I couldn't just pick up, you know, the phone and give them a ring and and Hmm. you know say like we're gonna meet over here. Just you know, hop on the hop on the subway and we'll catch up. It'd be like, you know, if anything goes wrong, like we might not. There's some places where you know if you miss a bus. That's it for the day, you know, you've got to mm. wait till, you know, another day to catch that bus or, uh, or, um, you know, if you get stranded in particular places and you don't have enough cash on you, then you're in some trouble. Then you've got to, you know, you've got to troubleshoot. So I was like, oh, please, I hope he doesn't go with this idea. Let's just, you know, keep it together. <laughs> and we're buying each other well, ice cream I...
2: right now. It's it's a good relationship. Got a good <laughs> thing going on. <laughs> Daniel, it never like it never came to that, man. I, I, we didn't even talk like we didn't think about it. It just things worked out. It was it was fun. We just had a blast. Yeah,
0: that well, that's awesome. If you got you know if that that happens a lot of the time is because you know maybe yeah. someone wants one adventure, someone wants a different one, so you might do that. Like I've done that kind of thing before. But if it didn't happen, right. that's also cool because that means I guess you guys just you know we're having a good time and hanging out. Yeah. So well, know, it's also, the thing is, yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, like, we had, we definitely had uh, a constant amount of, uh, you know, constant um, where he had an opinion of what he wanted to do. Because that, we just have a ton of options in general when you're traveling. One thing that, you know, you have to make a lot of decisions. And doing it, doing, uh, traveling together can be great. But, you know, solo travelers swear by solo traveling primarily Mm. because they can do whatever they want. Um, So we did constantly have to make decisions. uh, And, you know, just... Like this is gonna sound so stupid and cliché. <laughs> just like any relationship, we had to make yeah. sacrifices. Well, it there is those things that he did that you know I didn't want to do, or all we did that he wanted to do. So that yeah, totally.
0: Yeah, yeah. We
2: we just got good at doing that basically. We
0: got good at compromising. I guess right. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, because like a well-married couple. I mean, right. It, but it
1: always, <laughs> I think it always ended up working out. Was was the other thing, or maybe it was just our perspectives, or you know, our kind of a glass half full sort of mentality. But you know. Yeah. Even in the times where I thought like, "Oh, this isn't what I wanted to do," as soon as it started, it was like, "Oh, never mind. Great, perfect day. Uh, yeah, you know, couldn't yeah. have gone any other way."
0: Uh, yep, and uh, that's the kind of a general attitude you kind of find traveling, right? Because all this unexpected stuff can happen all the time, and then it ends up yeah. always working out somehow. <laughs> totally. Kind of a microcosm of life, almost, right? Like,
2: yeah, I think we had like the major idea ideas, you know, sort of, um, pretty together. We were. We travel fast. We both knew that, mm. you know. We don't spend a shitload of money. We knew that, and uh, mm. we really like to be out and just sort of do stuff. Like, I think there were there was there were maybe two or three moments on that trip where we were like, all right, we kind of need to just like relax today. And it was right. if if that was the case, it was mostly because either like we were hurting from like a hike or yeah. right. or um, you know we like really needed bug spray or some shit. Or so, I think yeah. on
1: some of those days, too, we uh, we both didn't want to be the one to wuss out on doing another adventure, so we'd kind of be hanging around uh. the hostel or the hotel in the morning like, oh, man, what's the weather looking like? You know, are we able to right. go out on this boat and do this today? And we're like, I don't know, I don't know. And we'd kind of go back and forth like, well, if you're going to get ready, I'm getting ready. So you're getting ready or what? And then just one of us would say like, maybe today's not a good day you know, <laughs> right. to go you out. Maybe we should just stand <laughs> and then be like, oh, you know what, that's fine if that's what you want to do. But inside, you're thinking like, oh, thank God. Right. Dad, he wants to rest as well right now.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean I think that's totally cool though too. I mean, it, there is I guess there's this idea sometimes that, you know, if you're traveling, you need to be like using every single moment to be doing a thing. But I think there's also something to say for the downtime as well. You know, if you're traveling for months on end, then some days you just want to chill, you know? And that's mm-hmm. totally cool yeah. too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I mean it sounds though like you guys got uh onto a pretty good um just roll together you kind of figured each other out and you were able to uh you know obviously there's you know, some of different things you have different um uh, tendencies or whatever but you sounds like you guys gelled pretty well and figured out compromise when needed or whatever and had a good time you know traveling abouts for months together um that's cool it's very different than for me i was i was in the solo traveling kind of uh, end of it and so i was sort yeah. of just like um which was which yeah for sure i would trade nothing for that experience. But I think in a very different way, the travel with somebody is also a really cool kind of experience that, you know, probably will have at some point in the future as well. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that's, it's really cool. And it sounds like you guys really made it work well.
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm. it does. It does bring like numerous advantages as well. um, I found, you know, traveling as a pair because, you know, we run into a lot of people who are traveling solo and you know, Kishan, maybe you can help me remember some of these things. But a lot of them were even, around, you know, financially. Being two people is helpful in so many situations. It it makes it so that. You know, like Kishan said, I went into this, you know, save every penny kind of mentality of like, all right, we're just going to get the dingiest, nastiest uh, <laughs> kind of hostel that you can find, cheap and nasty, as they say over there. That's uh, my, I tend
0: yeah. to, I tend to be like that too. I go for the you know cheapest way. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I'm,
2: yeah, I'm a little bit more of a kind of need a place to. I just like like a clean bathroom. That's all. I'm, mm. I don't know. That's that's one thing right. hard, <laughs> hard to come by in some of the parts we went to. Hard to, to come yeah. by in some of the parts. Yeah. And uh,
1: but you know, and I and I didn't want to be just dropping money to do that until I realized there were so many places we went to where it's like you can pay for two beds and they'll cost this much, or you can get you know your own private room. And when we you know combined for two of us it ended up just being a dollar or two more and I was like wow thank god we're you know there's two of us now this makes sense let's just you know let's just get this room that is slightly nicer you know or affords us just more space
2: um, yeah and and,
1: and just security we don't have to worry about our stuff and so there were things you know financially like that Um, if you are someone who likes to do these kind of adventure tours or like physical like really physical activities like we like we do Anytime there's two people coming to sign up for anything, it's going to give you a discount on something. Um, and just, you know, basic elements of teamwork, like it, whether it's being out on a hike or, um, you know, trying to find your way around. We were always there to kind of back each other up or um, we'd figure out, you know, our roles in the, you know, within the team, like who's going to carry this, who's responsible for this. Um, yeah. I'm not any, any of the other things that
2: stood out for you in terms of uh um <clears throat> traveling together no i think you you they covered it um we we um yeah i was just basically going to say what you just said is uh the hiking part kind of comes in mm-hmm. uh it comes really in handy when you when you're going to go out you know into the wilderness either with a guide which is always kind of like a tricky thing with traveling abroad is um you know you sort of in Order to get out to the mountains, get out on trails, most often than not, like you need some sort of local knowledge. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we were clearly it's like our style is clearly not to stay in one place and you know, like really, um, you know, take in the culture or like actually meet people. We were more like there for the, for the mountains and for mm. the hikes and for the trails, yeah. So, um, with that boom boom go, we we did need a lot of help, and then so you know, having. Just having a guide is fine, but like actually being, what having one other person to hike with you for so long.
0: Yeah, um, have a partner in crime.
2: Yeah, totally. That I mean, that that's that was fun. That was uh, totally something that I would I enjoyed sharing with him.
0: Yeah, and you guys spent a lot of your time in Indonesia. You were saying, yeah,
2: yeah, yes.
0: Was that so? Were you doing a lot of hiking and that kind of thing in Indonesia?
1: I did a little bit of everything. I think.
0: All right. In fact, like
1: we did a lot of, and I'd say. Our weeks generally revolved around, you know, uh, Saturday is going to be a huge hike. So we'll do a bunch of, you know, little adventures or visit some towns to do some cultural things leading up to that, do the big Mm. hike, um, have, you know, a day. And, you know, we would plan out almost like a workout routine. Like, these are our recovery days. So on these days, (laughs) after doing this, you know, this hike, going up and down this mountain and, you know, I guess it was Mount Kinabalu that we went up and down in a day and, some people choose to do two days, but we're like, nope, we're moving, we're on a time budget here, gotta go. And we would <laughs> you know, we'd plan out the two days after that, we'll you know, we know this will be a travel day that's just gonna take us this long to get to a new place. We'll get there, go visit this um, you know, this like uh local spot that everyone wants to check out or walk down this road where there's supposed to be a couple of things to check out and uh you know, after we're done recovering, we'll get back into it and do something else physical. But um outside of hiking, we we did a lot of uh I don't know for but lack of a better term, like water play. We spent a lot of time, especially in Indonesia. Um, just in the water. Everywhere you go is yeah you know, a more beautiful place to you know, whether you're into right? diving or, <laughs> or even just snorkeling and you know, I didn't I didn't have a dive certification. I feel bad for holding Kishin back on that one, but there was just some beautiful general snorkeling and swimming around and
2: yeah no snorkeling that yeah that's what we did that i mean uh, rather than water playing we actually just snorkeled a ton yeah Um, because that was it was cheap to do um and we oh you need to write your mask and a snorkel a buck or something probably oh my god (laughs) it was was absolutely gorgeous i'm i'm sort of you know, scrolling through some of our pictures. It was beautiful. Um, and, in, and then, like, I think to uh, to add to what Daniel said, is, like, we sort of just played it by where we were. Um, in Bali, we didn't really spend that much time hiking. We sort of visited a few temples and stuff, and then the rest of the time we did either... We snorkeled a ton or... Um, uh, at one point, we got on this boat for four days. It was a sketchy-ass boat, and it was just like, <laughs> the waves were off the hook. Well, first, it was
1: called a cruise, <laughs> and when I heard, like, when Keshun said, do you want to go on, like, a four-day cruise? In my head, I thought, of, like, was not the, cruise. Cruise, the Disney World cruise, right? you know, that you go to when you're, like, eight years old with your family. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, a cruise, that's, okay, whatever. That's not what I'm here for, but, <laughs> it was, yeah, just this little kind of junky boat that Bounced up and down in the woods. <laughs> you know, it was an adventure bed.
2: though, yeah. Oh man, it was <laughs> amazing. Yeah. So they, they would just like throw us off, you know, wherever like little these little gorgeous islands and we would snorkel for yeah. a bit and, and there were other tourists on there. It was just like one of those things we signed on to. Um that was fun. And then well the the idea was to go see the Komodo Dragon, so we saw those um, at the you know, at the Komodo National Park. Huh. Um yeah, and then between so we sort of just juggled that and um, you know, went on hikes. So if we had, if 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 there were day hikes, then we just went on our own. Otherwise, we just sort of joined people and like went on, you know, like a four day hike up like some volcano yeah. or something, um, where we kind of needed help with gear and um, other stuff. So yeah, general gist of like a lot of our trip is basically just find what to do. What's the coolest thing to do there, and sort of do it. And that was yeah
1: the 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 nature. The homestay was also a great.
0: Uh, oh yeah, that I was in Malaysia. Malaysia. Yeah, Malaysia yeah,
2: we'll
0: yeah, we're talking about Yeah. In Asia, but, yeah. yeah well, so tell. Yeah, I'd love to hear about your homestay. So you stayed at a homestay in Malaysia.
1: Yeah, it was in um, it was in uh, the Borneo portion of Malaysia. Okay. We stayed at the, um, this, I guess, pretty well known homestay of this guy named Osman, who. Uh, I don't know. He is. He was just a master of his craft. His job was just to host tourists, and then, and then take them on tours of just the land that's still, you know, the last bit of pre- preserved land around where he lives. This is just full of rain, um, wildlife, like um, a huge amount of biodiversity, and he mm. um, just got to see, it. you know, everything from like primates to you know, different birds. Yeah, just some some of the biggest. Almost
2: terrifying looking uh, crocodiles, you know that, I, oh, wow. that I, mean, I have seen. So it's kind of sad. I'm the, I'm sort of blanking on the name too uh, of that region, but it is on in the south portion of the of the of Borneo. But mm. basically, I guess I don't know if it's Malaysia or they in that area. They 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 move into its palm oil plantation. So yeah, yeah, like they just wipe out all these natural forests and yeah, yeah, everywhere. So the only, only, um, uh, only natural force that remains now is sort of concentrated by this river, which is where, you know, he sort of lived on the river. Yeah, he, had, we, he took us around in, uh, with his boat and all the animals that congregated there, like pygmy elephants, we saw some pygmy elephants, we saw orangutans, we saw crocs, we saw like all these, the Reese's monkey. are like, inc- just like wild? Uh, yeah, absolutely it- wild. Awesome. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It was just amazing. And Sweet. I highly recommend this place, Michael, if you, if you yeah. not get out to Malaysia, it was just absolutely incredible. And this dude, like Daniel said, he was a character, man. <laughs> he, was a character. <laughs> he was so, he, like, him, he was um, like man.
1: Malaysian Steve Irwin. He would just <laughs> get <laughs> yeah. us right in there.
2: He had a picture with, um, <laughs> with that, with that, with that dude from, uh, from the, who does the show, the, uh, David Attenberg. Yeah. Yeah. Got... He, 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 he had a picture with him. Apparently he'd like come over and had him like work, help him out with something. That was a, and he, he was a little bit of an asshole. He would go, (laughs) he had his, he had his boat and he would, uh, he would see an animal somewhere. Like, you know, he, he was incredible at spotting these things. You know, you know, like he would spot a modern lizard, which is, which is a solid, like three or four foot up on a branch. And he would like just pull under the branch and the branch is like maybe six feet above you. And yeah. he's like, look up. And then you go look up, and there's just like, a freaking two-foot monitor <laughs> that, that could jump on the boat at any time. and,
1: yeah. and even, We're like, just, fuck- like, a snake sleeping on, on... There was, like, a snake sleeping on a branch, and he's like, you want to take a look at it? We're like, yeah. And we start to take pictures, and he would just... Just to mess with us, would like uh, turn on the motor and drive us right up. So all of a sudden, this branch hanging with this poisonous snake is right in your face. He's like, "No, don't worry, he's sleeping." And we're like, "Oh, he's not dangerous." He's like, "Oh no, no, he's dangerous. He's just sleeping right now."
2: (laughs) And And then there was uh, so since this was a river, you know, like I guess the government had built like these little uh, rubber sort of they made like sort of like a rope that they tied from one end of the forest to the other, so the orangutans could cross over. Um, Hmm. yeah, that, that, that's what he told us, but, uh, he said he never really saw the orangutans use it, but the Reese's monkeys would use them all the time. And now we were in this river, it's sort of muddy, you can't see anything, but we knew it was infested with crocs. Like we saw them pop up all the time. And, um, so he sees one of these Reese's monkeys cross the, cross the wire and he's, and he just gets super excited, like blasts out towards him, like with his motorboat, just, rattling everything so the oh, monkey wow. freaks out and falls. yeah i would <laughs> <laughs> and this monkey falls like right in the in into the river uh, and a suspenseful there's... moment everyone holds a breath like <gasps> so, the, so i think this is sort of like become a little touristy at this point where they're like there were a couple of other tourists you know they're like these older german ladies in like another boat so mm. they were just like peacefully watching the monkey do his thing and he disturbs the whole flow. The dude, oh, the man. monkey falls in the water. <laughs> and, and and these two guys, like our dude and the, the guy in the other boat, they're like all, they're basically, they're freaking out. They're, they're like cheering the monkey on, like, get out of the water, get out of the water. They're like getting all this, all this excited. And that German lady had like sheer fear and fright on her face. It was absolutely hilarious. The monkey makes it crock does Okay. It. Yeah, right, it. Uh, but we all had our cameras too. out because it's yeah, like okay. <laughs> if there was ever a
1: chance to see some Nat Geo, you know, uh nature <laughs> taking its course kind of thing with a monkey swimming with, with through a crack the assist from a, from a
0: motorboat. Uh, yeah. Yeah,
1: exactly, exactly. It was like this is it. Everyone's like, This really would suck for the monkey, but my camera's ready, got it zoomed in <laughs> got the setting on
2: there. Yeah. Kinda made me um sort of doubt how like much of uh you know, how much of how much trouble we were causing by being there, but, mm. um, you know, possible. I, yeah. 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 I, I think about that quite a bit, just the impact of traveling in to these places.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, certainly it has an impact and yeah. Yeah. It is something I don't know the answers though. No.
2: It's something like where like, I really want to go there, and I'm glad I'm here, but I don't, I don't want anybody else to go there. <laughs> right. Yeah, see, that's the that's like common thing, right? Yeah. Like, oh, so we
0: all like, you know, you say if you're scuba, I, I scuba dive also. So it's like you're scuba diving, and there's, you know, obviously you're loving it, you're enjoying it, but I, I do think that just by being there, you are kind of disturbing things in a way. I mean, you're yeah. supposed to be responsible and stuff, but certainly there are just having people there is disturbing things so uh, yeah I don't know what the answer is to that what the right balance is
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean I think um, the
1: Gili Islands also was a huge um, kind of example of that uh, you know it's a little series of three islands in uh, in Indonesia that we went to and it is just you know party time a lot of tourists go there there's a lot of stuff to do That's that's where we did a lot of our kind of snorkeling and got some good time on the beach and it's you know, there's a lot of really good pristine um, water areas and land around there. But the more that tourists come, I'm thinking, like, you know, to what degree is this sustainable? That right now it's you know amazing for this local economy, but after a while, just as more kind of you know, trash builds up or pollution builds up. Mm. You know, what is that? You know, how long does it take for this place to become like
2: a... Like a Cancun kind of, or a Jamaica. Yeah, like exactly. Sort of That's going, what I was thinking. You know, out to that way, like if you're on the beach, or you you know you you're by the touristy air, uh touristy areas that there's no no local. I mean, we're walking right. down the yeah. streets blasting, um, you know, Hotel California at any given time. They love that song in Indonesia for some <laughs> 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 reason. And yeah. And, yeah. Red, and Red Hot
0: Chili Peppers, they love that shit. Everyone loves the Chili Peppers. <laughs> it's, it's very true. It's very, very yeah. True. I mean, I guess there's always that going on though, right? Where there'll be a place that's like the new uh, place, like, oh, we hear about this place, it's awesome, and it hasn't been totally developed yet, and people Mm -hmm. start going there. And then over time, you know, when the word gets around about this place, it's awesome, yeah, it becomes built up. and uh, I guess there's always going to be, though, um, you know, where whatever state of the world's in, there's always going to be places that are super developed and super touristy. There's always the transition places, and there will always be places that are, if you really want it, you can find, you know, whatever experience you want, find a more local People as well, so I, I guess it just um well you find whatever you're looking for I suppose and those what those places are is changing with time.
2: Oh yeah, most definitely. Yeah. I mean, we we kind of went to so we we ended up making our way to West Papua, which is uh, on the island of Papua New Guinea. It's mm. the same island, but Indonesia controls um, half of it, and that. That is sort of, that is still pretty wild. Like a lot of Indonesians have made it there, but not a lot of tourists. It's pretty expensive to get there. And once you get there, you know, the infrastructure isn't there yet. Um, so we had to like time the exact boat going to that one particular island. It was magnificent. Everything was untouched. Um, you know, super expensive because the gas gas was uh, incredibly pricey there because of some, some sort of like, monopoly um in the at the at the state level there um but either way it was just absolutely gorgeous and you know soon once some sort of infrastructure develops that place is going to blow up and if you if you um if you want to dive you want to go there at this time like it's just the amount of lion fish we saw oh my god they were just gorgeous swimming in this in, in this area with a ton of those jellyfish that sort of light up on their own. I forget what they're called, but they were, you know, it was just some...
0: Bioluminescent, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah, just magnificent, wow. beautiful creatures That's everywhere. Awesome. And yeah, um, the, these were the Raja Ampat Islands, and they, they were just absolutely gorgeous. I mean, it's kind of ruined snorkeling
1: for the rest of my life now. Like, uh, <laughs> I even... <laughs> I went You're snorkeling yeah, on now the way can... home. I went to Hawaii to, to visit some, um, you know, on the way back uh, to the States to visit some family and went snorkeling there. Cause I was like, ah, as long as I'm here, let's do it. Yeah. And it was just, uh, you know, I'm sure it's, you know, it is definitely, you know, still a very beautiful place, Hawaii, but it was like, after seeing the sheer, like untouched, like many of those fish were like, what is that? You know, like machine coming over us. So I'd just <laughs> never seen a boat in their lives. Um, and then going there, I was like, I just, you know, I can't snorkel anymore. Raja, I just <laughs> ruined it. It was, well, you can find, amazing. I guess you
0: can always find remote places, you know, they're out yeah. there. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's yeah. Uh, oh, that's, that's really awesome though. Um, I mean, it sounds like you guys had some really awesome experiences, um, together and, the uh, places, different types of, um, places you saw and, and the nature and everything. It, it sounds like it had a really great experience in the whole thing. Um, sure. I mean, so going forward, then, like for each of you guys, what's something that each of you would like to do um, in your life, like anything at all, travel or not, um, oh. you know, b- before it's all done?
1: Oh man, I guess. All right, so I guess I, I'll start because uh, my my dreams are probably a lot more mundane. Kishan gets to travel quite a bit more than I do. I think. <laughs> uh, I think, you know. I'm incredibly grateful that the kitchen helped kick me out the door, you know, and get me, get me actually moving around and got me to go on that trip. And I think it's important for me to not think of that as, you know, some sort of like, Oh, I did this long trip once and, you know, for it to be something that I just agree and accept that I'm, that I'm going to do again in the future.
0: And why stop?
1: Yeah, exactly. There's (laughs) still a lot of, there's still plenty of places to visit. And I think one of the biggest barriers for me before leaving was just being stuck in a routine of like, this is my job and I, you know, I can't just walk away from this job. And, you know, I kind of felt caged by that. And I think Mm -hmm. now looking forward, no matter what I do, whether it's, you know, like working or where I live that, you know, if it's something I truly enjoy doing, it just needs to be incorporated into, into my plan from, you know, from day one. And Mm. that like, I need to construct my life in a way that I'm going to be able to do that when I want to. So, um, yeah, I don't know. There's plenty of places I'd love to see S- South America, Africa. Um, you know, I'd still like to find an excuse to go with a uh, Kishan to India, but you know, it's really happen, hard man. since he's like, uh... I, I would
0: take him up on that. If you can, if, if it's on the
2: table, <laughs> would Definitely happen. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah. I, 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 I do what Daniel was basically talking about. I think I've, I've had the travel bug ever since I was little. Um, I went to a boarding school in India and um, mm. since fifth grade in in, in it, India. It was,
0: sorry? And you lived in India until you were like 15 years old, right? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Did.
2: I, I grew up there in a boarding school too, so it's okay. sort, of, sort of interesting. But about, so, so in fifth grade we were allowed to, you know, like our parents could pay a little bit of money and then on the vacations instead of going home you can just go on a trip usually somewhere around India and At at that age, I was, like, the only kid in my class who went with all the older kids. Um, It was awesome. I mean, I had a great time, made friends that were, like, in grades above me, stuff like that. So I think I caught the bug really early. Right. And and everything I... I mean, when we were in college, I think we sort of, like, got, you know, steered into the more college-y way of life. But ever since, you know, like, I think we've found a balance now. But everything I do... Since everything I've done since then like I've had it in the back of my mind that I want to travel so even going hmm. like deciding to go into medicine, which is you know you'd you think how 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 I'm going to do that but I've, I've thought about it quite a bit um, you know as as there are many places that you can sort of take your services to it's it's a yeah field that is in uh, demand. And people many, many, many always places. need medical help. <laughs> Absolutely. So I mean I those, I have some ideas and we talked we you know, a lot of doctors come in come in to talk to us who've been traveling and you know, so there are there are a lot of cool opportunities. Um and also like I'm looking forward to just getting on rotations in my fourth year and sort of going abroad awesome. doing a couple, you know, in weird places. We ran into some people in Malaysia doing that. Um so those uh, these are all the opportunities that I'm looking forward to. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm gonna go Yeah, so it to...
0: sounds like for both of you guys you're just trying to find ways, um, you know, to keep travel as part of your lifestyle.
2: Yeah, like, most going definitely. Forward, you know? sure. like, fit it around sure. whatever yeah whatever I have going on.
0: Yeah, and I, I, I think that's really cool. I, I think, you know, Daniel what you're saying too, it's like there is we can sometimes and I've previously to doing this the trip that I took, um, it was I felt trapped in a sense too, you know, with a job or whatever that's easy. I think like a lot of people particular americans feel this way you know we we view our lives as kind of like you know oh i have this many vacation days two weeks per year whatever and we we constrain right. ourselves to these things and mm-hmm. um for certain for sure for me it was something i kind of learned is like oh wait you know i can actually construct a life around what i when i what i like to do so um yeah definitely i think that's really cool and uh, i and, if, and i think you guys make a good point like you just if you want to make it part of your life then there's ways to make it happen. So, oh yeah,
2: there's definitely ways to make it happen. Yeah,
0: yeah. that's that's awesome. Yeah. Um, really cool guys. Well, you know, it was really, it's been really awesome uh, getting a chance to chat with you and, and yeah, hear the you. perspective of, uh, you know, a couple of guys uh, traveling together. Like it's um, it's a really cool experience, uh, a very different experience than I had, and also a cool experience to you know be with a companion and, around. So, uh, it, and it's really cool, uh, you know, facets of it you guys brought out. Um, But yeah, I really appreciate it. Um, And for those who are listening at home, um, if you want to hear more uh, from Walking the Earth Podcast, we are on iTunes, SunCloud, and Stitcher, where you can subscribe and you can find us on the social media at facebook.com slash walkingtheearthpodcast or on Twitter at WTEpodcast. But all this stuff can be found at wtepodcast.com. Uh, and, and so uh, again, you know, uh, Kish and Daniel really appreciate having you guys uh, you guys coming on the show. Uh, it's been a sweet conversation um, and
2: our pleasure thank yeah.
0: you yeah. Uh, folks listening at home, I uh, hope you enjoyed this one, and we will catch you next time. Namaste.